An idea that's been percolating since the spring to allow for recreational marijuana sales at outdoor events like farmers markets is coming to fruition at the end of the summer with the Cannabis Growers Showcase. For more on this effort to find a home for some of the unsold marijuana grown in 2022, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Joanne Kudrevich, Chair of the Cultivation Committee for the Cannabis Association of New York and CEO of the Catskills-based marijuana company Raven's View Genetics. Welcome to the show, Joanne. Thank you so much for having me, David. I'm really excited to speak about this. So under the rules put out by the State Office of Cannabis Management and approved by the state's Cannabis Control Board, what type of retail opportunities are available through the state's Cannabis Growers Showcase and who can take part? Just to give a little bit of backstory, my cultivation committee, the County Cultivation Committee, created a town hall event. It was a virtual event at which we invited the OCM and they showed up and we had 200 participants. We had curated a lot of questions from the cultivation community that we wanted to pose directly to the members of the OCM and receive some feedback, some opportunities for collaboration and communication. And at that town hall event, which happened at the end of May, they launched this idea of the Cannabis Grower Showcase. And the purpose behind it truly is to support cultivators who have a lot of product from last year still unsold because of the slow rollout of the card licensed dispensaries. We got super excited about it. And from that point until the point when it was finally approved by the Cannabis Control Board, maybe three weeks ago, we were working behind the scenes with the OCM to help create a flow chart for how this might operationalize in a way that was seamless, that took into consideration, of course, compliance, safety, security, and all of the elements that are required when you open a dispensary and when you distribute and sell cannabis products. It is now approved, as you mentioned. So far, there have been two launches of Cannabis Growers Showcases events. One is in New Paul's. It's basically a cannabis farmer's market type of an opportunity. So it's an event that was created by the group that is the organizer and is meant to invite consumers, customers to come down on a weekly basis and peruse the different products that are available in the cannabis market space. Another event that just happened this past weekend was through the New York City Connect organized the event, which was also something that was, it was at the Brooklyn Bazaar and it was a concert venue and other events were happening that day. And so this was an add-on to something that was already existing. So those are just some of the different scenarios in terms of how this might play out. Who can participate? It's called the Growers Showcase for a reason. It is designed and meant so that the growers who do not have product on the shelves of the dispensary, who are having difficulty gaining access to the shelves of dispensaries, would have an outlet for product. And what's so beautiful about this business model, so to speak, is that the growers have an opportunity to speak directly to the consumer, particularly those of us like myself, as the CEO of Ravens v. Genetic, we're establishing a new brand. But here we have an opportunity to be in front of the consumer, in front of the customer, speak to our product, and then they get to try it by buying it. So it's really a win-win-win for, I believe, everybody, the state, the cultivators, and of course, the customers and the consumers. 
Well, you mentioned the idea of unsold product from last year. And back in June, I saw an estimate of about 250,000 pounds of unsold marijuana at that time. Is that still the case today? Or has the market put a dent in that number over the ensuing two months? We've barely made a dent in the backlog of existing product. In our facility, we had about 1,400 pounds of flour product to sell. And we're in two dispensaries now. We just got into the second one on Saturday. And so again, the floodgates haven't opened and there are not nearly enough or as many dispensaries open as were promised at the end of last year and going into this year. And so that's that's an existing ongoing problem. There are cultivators who are sitting on a lot of product with no outlet at all right now. So this is an opportunity. We're looking at the grower showcases as the ultimate opportunity for us to get out there and to gain some revenue. Well, and it's my understanding that you're looking to launch one of these yourself later this month. So can you talk about the logistics of actually putting this up and running? Sure. I was actually the first organizer to get approved for one of these grower showcases, which was meant to launch at the end of July. At the very last moment, the venue pulled out. As bullish as they were about it, it was just a matter of their own board members. So it was truly disappointing. That was for a concert venue. And we were meant to be there every weekend during their season of concerts. So I am currently the organizer and have submitted an application for Cannabis Growers Showcase at what we're calling the Flintstone Ranch. It is working in conjunction. We, I can be the organizer, but I have to work alongside a dispensary owner for the sales component of these showcases. So we're working with Mike Flynn from Flintstone Dispensary up in Syracuse. He has 50 acres of property adjacent to the property at the state fair or the state fair grounds. And so we're going to be, with final approvals, launching our Cannabis Growers Showcase next week, starting on August 23rd, for the full 13 days that the State Fair is open and operational. We will be there selling cannabis products from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, 13 days straight, again, to coincide with the schedule of the State Fair. The State Fair, we estimate sees about 40,000 to 80,000 people a day. And so our proximity to it and all of the PR and marketing that we're putting behind it would suggest that we should have a great opportunity to have lots of consumers in front of our product. I will say that we've also had conversations with the state to apply for a cannabis grower showcase at the state fairgrounds. And because of logistics and timing, we were unable to make that happen for this year. However, the governor's office and the state has been very supportive of these programs and plans once we get approved to support us in our PR campaign for the event that's adjacent to their property. Well, you mentioned PR and advertising for these types of opportunities, but it's my understanding that New York has some pretty strict regulations on cannabis advertising. So is it difficult to go about and promoting these events and the product that you're looking to sell there? You're correct. There are strict guidelines 
for everything in this industry uh, <laughs> for good reason. So we don't really make a move unless it's been vetted and approved by legal counsel. But we're going to be promoting the event. You know, we'll have a landing page on our various websites, you know, our social media platforms in a way that's compliant, of course. The other thing that we're going to be sharing about is that two other components to this and any any event that I organize will include education, consumer education. So for this event, considering the size and scope of it, we're going to have an education tent that will include everything from why buy legal, which is New York State's campaign. We're going to include things about why genetics matter in terms of educating the consumer about how these plants are grown and what the different components are, the entourage effect, and why buy something that's got a consideration of the whole plant profile versus something that's grown simply only for THC, what the journey might be like if you choose one product over another, and where it starts from with these original genetics. So there's a lot of different opportunities for education, educating the consumer so that they become informed and can help drive the quality of the product. Because what we're showcasing here are the growers, the New York State homegrown growers here, not the national brands, the ones who are coming in and slapping their brand on something that's New York grown, but those of us who have grown here in New York, have created a brand perhaps, and also have some some of our own product to sell. Um, so it's it's an opportunity to really educate the consumer on so many different components, safety, health aspects of consuming cannabis. This The Cannabis Workforce Initiative, the CWI, is also planning to participate. They Their mission is really to get out in front of the workforce and to educate the workforce about job opportunities and the potential to being a part of the cannabis industry. And so they do a lot of education. They travel all over the state and we're going to be including some of their educational offerings as well. And the last thing that we're looking to include for this particular event, which will be very special, is on Saturday the 26th, we're uh, working with Mike Golden from THC, the, the Higher Calling Company, to do a Stop the Stigma Rally. The reason why we wanted to be at the State Fair this year and why we advocated for that is because there's such a stigma still, even with legalization, against cannabis. The state fair does include wine ports. People are walking around the grounds with wine slushies all day. And the idea that we, as cannabis consumers, would need to be segregated and or hidden from or somehow treated differently is really unacceptable. And so the idea of including, and I'm not I'm not singling out the state fair. This this is one of the challenges across the board for mounting these growers showcases. If you're looking to piggyback off of or participate with an existing venue, these are some of the things that we have to overcome. The perception and the stigma still that that exists around cannabis use. So we really wanted to advocate for that at the state fair to have our voice, and we're going to include a Stop the Stigma rally on the Saturday, the 26th of the 13-day event, so that people can share, have their voice, participate, and learn. Well, finally, in communities that don't have dispensaries up and running right now, but might in the future, what does that mean for the long-term 
viability of some of these farmers markets like for example in new Paltz, which doesn't have a retail dispensary right now but has launched the farmers market will those farmers markets for example be able to operate once a dispensary is in that space well there's two pieces of that for one all of us in upstate new york eventually will hit weather and for these outside venues they may not be tenable any longer the other is that we only have this opportunity through the end of this year. So the OCM has approved it through December 31st of 2023. That being said, it is my hope and desire that should we perform well collectively and these and should these showcases do well and, and should the consumer continue to want to engage, that this will be an opportunity that will continue. And the truth of the matter is people are going to do one or the other. If I'm if I'm offering a grower showcase at a at a concert venue, people are probably coming in to purchase whatever it is they want to smoke or ingest for that event that night. If we're doing something like a farmer's market, there's some kind of, I guess, a novelty to that. And people may continue to come for it. But for your day in and day out, you know, being open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., the dispensary is going to be the easier place to for everyone to find product. I would love to see in this market. Listen, the New York State market is going to be the largest, if not the second largest in the world at some point. There's plenty of consumers that can that are looking for product. And while I completely support our dispensary operators, and want them to flourish as all of us should and will, I believe that there's probably room for all of it. There are some remote areas that we represent where we have cultivators, you know, even in the Buffalo area, perhaps in the Rochester area, where may be limited in terms of how many outlets are close by that they can sell product to. So I, I just think it, it's a nice mix of opportunities for both the consumer, for the cultivators, and for all of us in the supply chain. And I will say that this is historic. This is an iconic opportunity. New York State, by approving these cannabis growers showcases, I believe are the first in this country to have been able to accomplish something like this and roll it out. So it's, it's very special and we're very grateful. Well, we've been speaking with Joanne Kudrevich. She is the chair of the Cultivation Committee for the Cannabis Association of New York and CEO of Raven's View Genetics. Joanne, thank you so much for making the time and good luck with your showcase later this month. Thank you so much, David. Truly appreciate it. And we look forward to everybody finding us at these events. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information.